Hello, and welcome to Not Your Mother's Housing Market, the podcast where we dissect and discuss emerging trends in today's housing market because a 21st century market requires 21st century strategies. I'm Katie Keaton, realtor with Realty One Group Pacifica, and I am joined by LaDonna Page, mortgage advisor and liabilities manager with Sierra Pacific Mortgage. Well, would you look at that? <laughs> That was great. Did I stumble at all? No. That's what I'm saying. That was <laughs> I like know. I smooth. felt really great about it. You should. That was awesome. Go. So hello. Hi. Here we are. Episode 10. 10? Yes. 9? 10. 10? I swear to you. I think. Oh we'll, we'll go back and fact check that later. You guys Katie. don't care. <laughs> um, yeah. But today we are going to be talking about... Refinancing. Refinancing. Yeah. It's a very interesting topic. Why would you refinance? To save money? Don't you love your mortgage you're currently in? It could be better. (laughs) You know, it could be better. You know, I think the premise of this conversation is everybody's mortgage could be better. But Mm -hmm. structuring it to make it work best for your life goals currently is always a great idea. That's why mm-hmm. it's great to take a look at it every single year because oh. things change. Right. And I mean, a lot of people, I think, think, oh, well, I refinanced two years ago or oh, right. I refinanced last year, so I don't need to refinance again. But it never hurts. And I mean, it's free to look in to see if you can refinance again or if you should. Yeah, absolutely. But before we get into that. Oh, right. We, the Not Your Mother's Housing Market gals, are brought to you by... <laughs> Cowlitz Podcast Network. Yes. So before we dive into the conversation of refinancing, we are going to play you a word from their sponsors. And just because I always say it, don't forget, you can find Not Your Mother's Housing Market, the podcast on CowlitzPodcast.com. All right, here you go. Here is a word from their sponsor. Take control of your account and make interacting with Calitz PUD easy with SmartHub. Through SmartHub, you'll be able to view detailed usage information, make a payment, enroll in programs, set account notifications, and much more. You'll also receive important news and information about Calitz PUD and can quickly contact us with any issues regarding your service. You'll be able to put yourself in the driver's seat of your Calitz PUD account. Smart management, smart life, smart hub. Okay, so we are back. Yes. And we are talking about refinancing. Not kids movies. Not kids movies. That's for a different (laughs) podcast, a different day. I have a list going of different podcasts from all the times I'm like, well, that's not for this podcast, but maybe I'll start another one discussing blank. Maybe we should just start one called other things Katie and LaDonna do. <laughs> oh my gosh, that's actually a great idea. Please write in to notyourmothershousingmarket at gmail.com if you'd be interested in listening to that podcast. All right, so we're back. We're level-headed. We're ready to talk about refinancing. So obviously, some episodes are geared more towards um, first-time buyers. Some are geared towards people that own a home already, own multiple homes, what have you. But this is information that I think everyone can use because, I mean, if you're listening to this podcast, probably eventually you'll be a homeowner or a car owner. I mean, you can refinance a car, right? Really? I think so. I think you can refinance anything that has like a loan attached to it. Interesting. Yeah. Anyway, we're talking about home refinancing today. (laughs) So let's dive into it. What is our first point in the refinance? Why? Well, okay. So tell me, like, we looked at refinancing your home a while back. We did. And tell 
the listeners. Tell the class. (laughs) Please share why you thought you wanted to refinance your home. Okay, so... I actually refinanced my home at the end of 2019. Mm -hmm. So um, I think we moved into our home, which we built. So it was kind of, you know, we went from a construction loan to a 30-year mortgage. Mm -hmm. Um, And so we moved in, I believe, 2018. So then we refinanced at the end of 2019. And um, still being in the real estate world, especially then... When we talked, I was much more in the real estate world. So I'm like, uh, we just refinanced, but honestly, rates have gone down a lot since then. Mm-hmm. So I would love to look into refinancing again. Plus, our taxes um, had a major increase last year, too. Oh, yeah. So our mortgage actually went up last year. So I'm like, uh, maybe if we refinance, we can get it back down to what it was. Okay, prior. so it's complete sidebar. Mine went up $200 a month. This Mine year. went up $180. $200 this yeah, year, a yeah. month. I know. Crazy. Crazy. Especially because it's like, oh, own a house. You'll know what you pay every month forever. No rent increases. I'm like, 180 bucks. Are you? (laughs) Is this some sort of scam right now? It's taxes. It's taxes. That's for a whole nother podcast. (laughs) No kidding. What do they say? The only things you can rely on are death and taxes. taxes. Yeah. So taxes. What are you going to do? Mm-hmm. What are you gonna? <laughs> we were talking about taxes the other day um, with my nine-year-old. My husband and I were talking about taxes with our nine-year-old, and he <laughs> he was like, "Well, what if you built a house in the middle of the woods and no one knew it was there? Would you have a mortgage? Would you have to pay taxes on it?" And I was like trying to do this <laughs> deep dive discussion. <laughs> I know. I was trying to do this deep conversation with him about it. We were sitting on our porch, and he's like, "I don't get it," and stood up and walked into the house. And I'm like, "Me either. It's fine." <laughs> Taxes, it's fine. It's fine. So, okay, that is my reason for why I wanted to look into refinancing. I knew that the rates had gone down even since the year prior when I had refinanced last. Mm -hmm. And my taxes had gone up, so I was interested in seeing if I could balance that back out. So that is my answer for Okay. So since this is not your mother's housing market, and we do love the lovely things our mothers tell us that don't apply anymore, just... Do you remember anything that your mom has ever told you about refinancing that does not apply anymore? Hmm. Oh, That's I just a great totally. Question. <laughs> That's a great question. Kai, off guard with that one. I remember my parents refinancing when I was younger, mm-hmm. mostly because I remember us getting the house ready for the appraisal <laughs> and like, Katie, yeah. you need to go downstairs and clean your closet. And I'm like, my closet is clean. And she's like, no, it is not clean. Is a teenager's closet ever clean? Exactly. So I remember that. Is my that. closet ever clean? <laughs> and I remember they did a cash out refi, I believe, or maybe a HELOC. Okay. But I do not remember having any, like, deep conversations with them about it. Okay. So I don't think I ever did when I was a kid so much have a conversation with my mom about refinancing. But I know that my mom... Still to this day, I love you, mom, so much, does not apply anymore. Still to this day, swears that it does not make sense if, for you to refinance if the rate has not dropped two points. Okay. 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 Yeah, I could see, I could see mom saying that. Yeah. <laughs> now, tell me if this is true, but I think I've heard the general consensus is like if it's dropped half a percent. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Yeah. I'm glad I'm right about that. Well done, Katie. I'm not my mother. <laughs> I'm not LaDonna's mother. 
not LaDonna's mother's housing market podcast. I love you, mom. This is not a slam on mom. (laughs) Okay, so to talk about moms, why do you think that in the olden times that's not the right way to say that why do you think you know whatever 10 20 years ago two percent was closer to what people (laughs) because in the olden days they were paying things like 11 12 14 percent on their rates and so when you look at that and then you start figuring in like fees and stuff like that Mm -hmm. yeah it absolutely didn't make sense unless it was going to drop because your your fees are so damn high. It wasn't making up nearly as big of a percentage drop right? than half a percent does now. Right. Because half a percent now can be a quarter of your whole percentage. Yeah. Well, maybe that's a little dramatic, but you know. Not really. Okay. I definitely know some people out there with some 2% mortgages. Wild. Wild, right? Wild times, <laughs> which is exactly why I want to refinance. <laughs> I'm not going to lie. I can't give you a 2% today, Katie. I know. Uh, I know you can't. It's not February anymore. I know. I know. But okay. So that makes a lot of sense because 2% when you have a 12% loan is very different. Right. Okay. Then like, I mean, my first mortgage started out at like three and a quarter. Mm -hmm. It's not going to drop 2% ever. Right. Right. Oh, you're right. Yeah. According to that logic, you'd probably never. You'd never. And okay. and I went into that loan thinking, I will never refinance this house. Mm-hmm. Um, I still have not refinanced that house because I since turned that into an investment property and those take a hit uh, thanks to some housing rules I don't agree with. But uh, <laughs> when you refinance, when you refinance your uh, investment properties, they take a hit for being a investment property versus your primary residence so you can refinance your primary residence but my primary residence has started out here Mm -hmm. at like 3.75 i think okay i've refinanced that down okay um two (laughs) still to two no two uh I'm a mortgage professional. I should know what my interest rate is, but I don't off the top of my head. It starts with a two, but I don't know what that comes after that. And okay, uh, so but it was less than one percent. Do you remember what mine is? Mine is like three point six, right? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> I know yours. Don't know mine. Okay. I mean that's fair. <laughs> that's like probably pretty common. <laughs> yeah. When someone asks me like what I think my house is worth, I'm like, ooh. Even like I could tell anybody else, but I'm like, I don't want to I don't want to speculate. Well, don't ask me I one time. I asked this question to you one time. What do you think your house is worth? When I was going through doing your yes, analysis. Yes. And I'm like, uh I Okay, so actually these analysis that I do, like this is my favorite part of my job is going through and figuring out like does it make sense to refinance? Does it make sense to do this? Da-da. Okay, so what are the questions? What are the questions that you ask yourself to decide if it makes sense for someone to refinance? Um, a lot of like, why do you want to refinance? What's your goals? What do you need to get out of this? Mm-hmm. How are you feeling about this? Because if I remember correctly from the last time I refinanced, it's kind of like a math equation where, okay, Mm -hmm. if you're planning on staying in this house for a blank amount of time, then the cost of the refinance, once you spread it out over that many house payments, is like minimal or it'll Mm -hmm. the refinance will be paid off in X amount of years. So as long as you're planning on staying that 
amount of time or longer, then it makes sense. Yeah. No, I figure out exactly how many months it's going to take you to come out of that. And I've done them. I've seen it. It makes sense. You know, you'll be back up in two months. Oh, wow. And I've seen it stretched out to 36 months, mm-hmm. and I've seen it stretched out to seven years, like, just mm-hmm. all this stuff. But I, I definitely dial it down in the months so that I know exactly what's going on. And I can tell you, like, if you're going to be in this house for seven years, yeah, it makes sense. Mm-hmm. If totally. you're going to be in this house for three years, this makes sense for you. Mm-hmm. Every mortgage is different. It's just like every body is different. <laughs> yes, exactly. <laughs> um, so all of them are a little bit different. They all, you know, come out, they all shake out a little bit different. But that makes sense. I figure it out to the month to know exactly whether or not this makes sense for you. And, and then take into consideration what your goal is in it, you know, mm-hmm. and what's changed and what you're doing and, you know, all that stuff. If you're getting cash out, you know, that, that changes it because you are taking money out to do something. Mm-hmm. And if you're taking money out to buy a new car, that doesn't up the value of your house. But if you're taking money out to remodel the kitchen, that ups the value of your house a lot. Okay. That makes sense. Okay. So yes, let's go back to that because usually if someone's saying, oh, I think I want to refinance, it's kind of like, oh, I'm going to refinance, get a lower interest rate. And then like month to month, my payment is going to be lower. Mm-hmm. So that's typically the reason you hear is like, oh, I heard my mortgage could be lower. Right. I but want there, to lower my mortgage. Okay. But there are different um, aspects to it aside from your monthly mortgage payment that make it a good idea. Is that fair to say? Yeah, absolutely. So what would those be? So the biggest one I would say on that is um, debt consolidation. Consolidating that debt. Um, the average interest rate for non-housing debt is 16.7%. Oh, wow. Okay. So that's like credit card loan or credit card. Credit cards, student loans, cars, unsecured personal loans. Is 16%? 16%. Wow. That's crazy. Now, that probably has a lot to do with credit cards are a huge portion of unsecured mm-hmm. debt. Um, but... Okay, credit cards are just a huge portion of debt, period. Right. But, um, but you know, cars mm-hmm. can have huge debt um, interests on them. Mm-hmm. It's, it's nuts. So when you say debt consolidation, so basically someone may refinance, pull some money out, but basically pay all of their other debts off. And so they've built the, that debt into their home loan. Yes. At like a 3% interest rate. Right. Okay. So that doesn't really increase obviously the value of your home, but can help um, your overall payments, kind of what you're paying towards interest every month. Right. And get rid of other payments that are not your house payment. Correct. Okay. So as long as you're not like, oh, I'm going to pay off this car and then immediately buy a new one or get a bunch more credit card debt, then that could be a really smart thing to do. Yeah. Okay. I think myself, I don't know why, but I always get a little leery when I hear about debt consolidation. And that's probably because I associate it with like the very scammy looking ads that people get on like their smartphones or whatever. When I'm like, if it sounds too good to be true, it probably is like what even is debt consolidation and how do I even know you're a legitimate company and why are you spamming me? Right. I definitely feel that. (laughs) 
Um, no, debt consolidation in your mortgage is often a very good idea because it does take, it backs everything up with the value of your home. And so as long as you don't default on that loan, you don't have any problems and you're paying it at a lower interest rate than what you previously were, because we're not going to take something that you're paying, you know, half a percent on and throw it in there unless you just need to, there's some, I'm not going to say we're not going to because every loan is different, but um, most of the time you're not going to take something that's huge like that and throw it in on 3% because that wouldn't make a lot of sense. But um, depending on what your goals are, it does sometimes make sense. Well, and um, not only are you lowering the interest rate, but then you're also spreading out the payments over a longer period of time, mm-hmm. which I guess could be a good thing, could be a bad thing, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Interesting. Very many thoughts percolating. Okay, so there are some good reasons to refinance. Are there any others that you wanted to talk about or should we kind of move on to like how you can refinance? No, I definitely have quite a few more. Oh, keep going, girl. (laughs) See, I'm learning because I'm like, okay, yeah, those are like the reasons you'd refinance. Let's hear more. Okay, so in previous episodes, we've talked about different like ways to structure your loan when you're purchasing your home. And one of those is to put less money down on your mortgage and take some of that cash that you have in your bank account and apply it to an appraisal gap, right? Mm -hmm. Yes, yes. Okay, so then you end up- Episode four, minute 15. No, I'm just kidding. (laughs) Um, (laughs) uh, Honestly, it probably is episode four, minute 15, but but I'm just making that up. Please, please fact check that. Okay. (laughs) Because I really want to see. Okay. Also, um, so- (laughs) <laughs> Got to collect myself here. Um, but when you do something lower than 20% down on your mortgage, you have mortgage insurance. Or when you do... Uh, <laughs> hey, this Josh Carter, microphone. when you listen to this, fix this, this microphone arm. microphone so arm loud. is always trying to it punch me in the face. of WD-40. Like, just fix this thing. <laughs> Thanks, Josh. Okay. Um... Okay, so <laughs> we're going to have to tell him we shouted at him on our podcast. I love that. <laughs> Thanks, Josh. Okay, anyway. Um, anyway, so you ta- you have mortgage insurance on anything that you have less than 20% down on. Mm-hmm, 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 mm-hmm. Or every single FHA loan mm-hmm, that mm-hmm. you do, you have mortgage insurance on. Okay, yes. Um, and those can be expensive. Yeah. Like, well, I don't know what Freddie Mac estimates you're paying in your mortgage insurance. What? <laughs> For every $100,000 in house price, okay. the buyer is paying $60 in mortgage insurance every month. Oh, wow. So that adds up quick. That's at least that 180 so for fast. houses around here. Yeah. At least 180 Yeah. Yeah, a month. Yeah. And that's not going towards paying off your loan. That's not going to building equity. Correct. That is just straight up going to pay for insurance just in case you stop paying your monthly Mm -hmm. payments. Do you know when mortgage insurance falls off of an FHA loan? When you ask them to take it off at 80%. FHA? No. Never. 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 If you do not refinance out of that FHA program, you are paying that forever. Wow. Because, okay, so grand scheme of things, Mm -hmm. that's how the FHA backs all these loans. 
Okay. Yeah. Because every FHA loan is 100% backed. Mm-hmm. They, that's how they pay for it is through mortgage insurance. Mm-hmm. Um, and other people's mortgage insurance that don't really need to be paying it anymore. Correct. So regular insurance. So it's uh, regular mortgage insurance that goes on to like conventional loan that you didn't put 20% down on. Those ones fall off when you get down to 70%. Um, but you can refinance. But So that's based off of your original amortization schedule, um, which is because I can see the question brewing in Katie's mind. What is that? I know. I know uh-huh. what an amortization schedule is. So you're but amort- just in case our listeners Listeners don't. might not because a lot of these listeners are brand new to the market. Yes. Um, amortization schedule is your payment schedule for your loan and you get this crazy looking document when you sign your loan docs and it tells you month one, this many dollars is going towards your, your principal and this much is going towards your interest. And that makes your principal amount this much and month two and month three and month 45 and on and on and on it goes. Well, your mortgage insurance will stay on your, um, your mortgage payment until you reach 70% of your equity based off of your original amortization schedule. It does not take into effect um, appreciation on your home. Okay, that makes sense. So even though, according to appreciation, you might hit that 20% equity way faster than just straight up paying down your Uh loan, but they don't take the appreciation into consideration, which of course they don't because they would have to constantly be doing appraisals. to track. Right. Yeah. They'd have to constantly be doing appraisals. And I hate to break it to all of you guys, but the Zestimate, they're not using that. Nope. (laughs) They're not using the Zestimate to figure out how much your home is worth. Nope. Yeah. Okay. Damn Zestimate. I know. Seriously. The bane of all of our existence. I Um, hate Zillow. But. uh, (laughs) I'm giving a knowing nod. Zillow is a dirty verb. Which is all of you. Um, okay. So anyway, but you can reach out to your lender and say, you can absolutely reach out to your lender and say, Hey, I want to refinance because I think my house is worth Mm -hmm. more than what I originally, I think it's appreciated 20%. Mm -hmm. Therefore I can get rid of my mortgage insurance. So that's a situation where you may even want to refinance when, um, the rate has gone down less than a half a percent. Yeah. Because it's still going to be taking off your mortgage insurance. Right. I talked to a guy the other day who's actually, it's going to leave his rate exactly the same. Okay. It's not going to change it at all. Mm -hmm. It's just going to get rid of that mortgage insurance. Mm -hmm. Which is worth it. Yeah. A hundred percent. Because in 36 months, he's going to be out of, you know, he's going to have... Because we're financing his closing costs. Mm-hmm. So you, then you go forward and, you know, you look at 30% or 36 months. That's when you break even. Yeah. 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 Okay. So, yes, I would love to get into that part of it because I think that part is really interesting. The mm-hmm. wrapping the closing costs in. But let's continue with the pros of refinancing <laughs> because I know there's many more to come. Right? Many more. Yeah. Okay. Let's um, go right on down that list. <laughs> so, obviously... Home improvements is a huge one to refinance and take cash out. Mm-hmm. Um, getting, so I recently got a couple of bids to paint my house. Oh my 
goodness. I know it's expensive to paint a house, especially yours because your house is like it's tall. tall. It's your really, house is really tall. It's really tall. Mm-hmm. Um, and apparently that costs a lot of money. Yeah. <laughs> It's worth it though. You also, guys, professional paint jobs are like professional so paint worth jobs it. look so much better than what I'm gonna do. They do. Also, I'm I just don't have the time to do it. I work a full time job. I raise right. two kids, um, and and I just don't want to paint your house. <laughs> That's fine. <laughs> Scaffolding looks really scary. To we me. have to be honest with um, ourselves sometimes. Yeah, there are things that I want to do and there's things that I don't, and I mm-hmm. want to pay somebody to do, paint my house more than I want to paint it myself so (laughs) those are expensive roofs Mm -hmm. are expensive i talked to somebody the like on the fourth actually Mm -hmm. that re-roofed their house for like eighteen thousand dollars yeah that can get expensive too so fast right Mm -hmm. insane you can finance that Mm -hmm. um obviously adding a room i refinanced a guy recently that was talking about moving to get the space that they need because they moved into a house with uh, no kids and could now have two kids and everybody's at home and they just want more space. Mm-hmm. Um, and they found out that their family members like to live with them. <laughs> so they want more space. So instead of selling and purchasing something else, they refinanced, took cash out and they're adding on to their house to, um, to make enough space for everybody. The premise of love it or list it, right? Yeah. Love that show. <laughs> Do you ever watch that show? I've seen it a few times. Katie, I don't have TV. <laughs> we are so different. I like literally cannot ex- describe to you guys how different London and I are. <laughs> the fact that you don't have TV, like literally. I have a TV. <laughs> I don't have any channels. Okay, well. I have that's Disney the Plus. Same thing. Disney Plus is My good. My kids have Disney Plus. Okay, so anyway. <laughs> Someone can use the money from a refinance. We're just going off the rails. Someone can use the money from a refinance to do a remodel. Right. Mm -hmm. And remodels are huge. Yeah. Like, not only do we base this remodel off of what your current house is worth, then you turn around and you look at it and you go, what's your house worth now? Right. Exactly. (laughs) Exactly. Um, Because, Katie, what is one bedroom on a house add to the price right? Some dollars. <laughs> it does. It does add some dollars. So you get that appraisal afterwards. You get that appraisal afterwards. And you still might be at 80% loan to value. Yeah. Yeah. Love that. Yeah. Love that for them. Okay. So those are some other good reasons to refinance. Yes. And that's a cash out refi. Yeah. That's cash out refi. Okay. Um, a lot of people refinance their homes to get into a shorter term. Okay, so from like 30 years to 15. Right. Okay. Um, and that can help you pay it off faster mm-hmm. if that's your goal. Mm-hmm. Um, that can also drop your rate significantly because rates for 15-year mortgages are lower than they are for 30-year mortgages. Mm-hmm. Um, that's what I'm always trying to tell people that are like, oh, well, I saw online that I can get a rate for blank, or I saw online that the rate is this. And I'm like, yeah, but that's if you're doing like a 15 year and okay, have like. Sidebar tangent. Okay. <laughs> Let me just tell you about those online stupid commercials. You yes. can get a rate for 1.75%. No, you cannot. I know. Um, I know. I tell okay, people so that. <laughs> in. <laughs> In my loan basics class that I love to teach in your office. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, Realty One Group Pacifica, shout out. Yeah. Thanks, Marianne. Um, it was seriously so much fun. But 
Anyway, I put up there a list of 30 things that affect your mortgage rate. Okay. And everybody was just like, wait, 30 different things? There's more than 30. I'm not mm-hmm. even going to lie. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, so when you see that 1.75 marketed to you on online, on a flyer that got mailed to you, whatever, mm-hmm. that is coming as the best scenario in, in the every entire single world. one of those scenarios. Right. Mm-hmm. So you're looking at 15-year mortgage or 10-year mortgage even. Mm-hmm. You're looking at somebody with a 850 FICO score. Mm-hmm. You're looking at somebody with 20% down. You're looking at somebody who falls within this loan limit. You're looking at... <laughs> yeah. All... <clears throat> excuse me. All these things. Mm-hmm. And... We're going to close this in 15 days. Yeah. Okay. Oh, I know. People come to me and they're like, well, so-and-so quoted me this, because but I saw how, online. Like your lock term right. affects what your mortgage rate is. And if okay. I can't close it, and technically I can tell you, like, yeah, we can do it in 15 days. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. When the stars align. Yeah. And, and also, like, the happens. most stressful 15 days of your life. <laughs> I do not want to fit. Like we need no appraiser in there because yeah. I hate appraisers. <laughs> that is rude. We love our appraiser friends. <laughs> we love our appraiser friends. We do. I get what you're saying, but appraisers got to eat. <laughs> um, okay. Yes, I would agree. But going back. So I was saying 30 year versus 15. Cause that's what I always tell people. I feel like it's just like e- the easiest way to be like that rate is not real. You'd have to be in a 15 year mortgage. Yeah. And- most of the people I'm talking to are not doing 15-year mortgages right off the bat. That's usually something you do refinance into, would you say? A lot of people do, yeah. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. It, it's something that normally it's not like you're, when you first get into the mortgage, it's usually refinanced into. Right. I would say so. Definitely mm-hmm. in this area. Mm-hmm. Um, so going to a shorter term is definitely an option. Going to a longer term okay. can be an option, too. Mm-hmm. If you got into that 15-year mortgage, some t- a lot of time, obviously, that mortgage payment is higher mm-hmm. than what it would be for 30-year. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So you're in this house for five years, you're loving life, everything's going along swimmingly, and then something terrible happens in the family, and now you're down to only one income. Mm-hmm. And that mortgage payment looks scary every month. Well refinancing to a longer term to a 30-year mortgage can lift some of that feeling up because Mm -hmm. now you're you're making a lower monthly payment right um so that happens too okay makes sense makes sense um obviously not as often but it does happen Mm -hmm. um so you can also some people start their mortgage careers out as um adjustable rate mortgages do people do that anymore? People do that. That's wild. I have some crazy stories about arms because I was in banking in 2008. But oh, that's <laughs> wild. That is wild. Yes. Um, so then people end up refinancing out of them into a fixed rate mortgage. Mm-hmm. Um, or like me with a construction loan. We were doing a construction loan, right. which those have higher interest rates. And then we refinanced into a 30-year mortgage. Right. So same kind of thing. Same kind of thing. Mm-hmm. Yep. Um, and then you can also do cash out for investment and mm-hmm. you can do that 
investment privately through a financial advisor or you can buy an investment property with it. You can put down payment for a new house on it um, or a second home, even if that is in your goal as well. Mm, makes sense. Love it. Yeah. Refinance. I mean, come on. <laughs> do it refinance (laughs) yeah no like I mean and we're coming out of obviously the refinance boom Mm -hmm. but there's still I read a report somewhere recently that like 40 percent of homeowners still have more than five percent interest rate on their mortgage which is crazy but okay so now are we through all the great things about refinancing okay those are all I mean obviously I've got more reasons right right (laughs) there are plenty if you have questions please reach out to LaDonna yes (laughs) if you want to hear more reasons but okay so let's move into how you refinance because we've mentioned multiple times throughout this that I tried to refinance and could not refinance and I think we discussed that in an earlier episode too right so it's important to remember um that there are things you can do to work towards a refinance finance, just like there are things you can do to work towards purchasing a house. Um, And those things are very similar. So the reason I could not refinance was because I switched professions. I switched jobs. And so even though, you know, we've always made our payments, we're making more money than we made when we originally got the loan. um, We weren't able to refinance because I need a longer work history. Right. In my current profession, which is real estate. Yes. If you guys didn't know. (laughs) In case you haven't caught on yet, Katie's a real estate agent. I'm a realtor. (laughs) Um, But you have to be in that for two years. mm -hmm. Which I've been in a year now. A year. Congratulations. Coming up on it. When Mm -hmm. when exactly is that? Um, I, I mean... It was fluid for a while. I was doing two <laughs> jobs for quite a while. But I would say when I truly dedicated myself to real estate was okay. September 1st. Oh, mm-hmm. very nice. I'm coming up on a year. Anyway. Congratulations. Thank you so much. I can refinance in no time, right? <laughs> no time at all. No time at all. So, okay. We'll be there. So let's talk about other things that people need to do to get prepared to refinance. Getting prepared to refinance is really just reaching out to your mortgage professional, me specifically, Mm -hmm. um, to run an analysis and see if it's worth it and to talk to you about why you want to refinance. Mm -hmm. Well, and speaking of, I mean, that is one thing too. We refinanced the first time through a different lender than we had originally gotten our loan through, Mm -hmm. and then we were going to refinance with you. So it is not something that you have to go back to your lender. I no. mean, you can shop around for it. You can yeah. talk to different people. There's different products and different rates for yeah. different places. If I pull your credit today, you can pull it as many times as you want to within the next 30 days. And it's right. not going to hit your credit any more than we hit it one time. Mm-hmm. Which is good for people to know because I feel like that's one thing that stops people. I hear that all the time and I'm always trying to tell people like, look, you can shop for this. You should shop for this. Like you wouldn't go to a car dealer and say, okay, well, I went to this one car dealer, so I'm going to buy a car from them even if I don't like it or even if I know I could get a better deal somewhere else. You'd keep shopping for it. Um, alone <laughs> is even crazier. Me, I'm the laziest car player ever. <laughs> like, uh. oh, you have the car I want? Great. <laughs> Well, I mean, if they have the car you want. But anyway, so shop for your loans. You can do yes, that. You please can do shop. that. Shop for your loans. Shop for your lender. Shop around. And you Find can. Find a lender that you get along with. Mm-hmm. And that your realtor recommends. <laughs> your realtor recommends. Find a lender that you get along with because rates really don't change. People do. Mm-hmm. Um, and, you know, like, we're all getting our rates from the exact same spot. 
but the person that you're working with, you're going to get really intimate with them. <laughs> financially intimate. You're going to get financially intimate with them. What? Financially. What nobody else can see is Katie's facial reactions. Financially <laughs> intimate with them. You're going to get extremely intimate with them. Financially. <laughs> It's not even funny. We're just like off the rails today. We can't stop laughing today. We've had to take multiple little edits where we just laugh, but it's fine. Um, okay, so that is so true. I mean, oh my gosh, the stuff that lenders will need from you to refinance or to get a home loan is just, there's so much. Yeah. They need to know so much about you, which totally makes sense because it's like, can I trust you? Yeah. And I don't know you personally, so I have to really investigate if I can trust you with this. Yeah, absolutely. Which is what it really comes down to. So, okay. So, um, talk to a lender. I would say another thing that I think is a misconception. So I think one misconception maybe is that if the rate hasn't gone down considerably, then it's not worth it. Correct. Like you mentioned earlier, another misconception is, um, you know, you have to go through the last lender or you have to, you can't shop around for one. It's going to hurt your credit if you shop around for one. It's not. Another misconception is that it's expensive, I think. So I kind of want to tie that back into like, hey, you can, honestly, you can do refinance with barely any money out of pocket, wouldn't you say? Yeah, I can't really, like, you'll get hit for, the appraisal mm -hmm. up front, mm -hmm. but then we'll refinance it into the thing when it goes all the way through. Okay. So basically, um, and that's similar with when you're purchasing, um, as long as you know your house has gone up in value. Right. Yeah. Then the appraisal should be no issue to eventually build into the backside of the loan. So right. it's not like, cause okay. How much does an, how much does a refinance cost or does that really depend on the person too? It doesn't depend on the person so much as the property. Okay. Because where it's located, and you know, and this is probably where we should have a title person come in on this because mm -hmm. they probably have a list of 30 things that affect your <laughs> title costs. Right, right, right. Because when I send a request out to my favorite, Nikki Wood over at Stewart, woo, woo, woo. Um, I'm <laughs> doing I, two deals with her right now. <laughs> When I send a request out to her to get a quote on it, mm -hmm. she asks me like 500 different questions on where where it's at, what it's doing, you know, what's the purchase price, and that has something to do with it. And if that changes, that changes the quote. Right. Um. So like three to five thousand dollars probably okay. to close out a refinance, but we're gonna f we're gonna roll all of that in. Mm -hmm. So. Honestly, the goal is come to the table with zero dollars. Right. Out of pocket. Yeah, for sure. And I was going to say 5000 so glad I was okay. in the realm. Yeah. Um, and yeah, that appraisal is usually what, like 800 bucks? Okay. And so you may have to pay that up front, but then that can also get rolled mm -hmm. at the end. Yeah. <clears throat> yeah. So, I mean, really, you don't have too much to lose from having the conversation. You I mean, having the conversation, you really don't have anything to lose. To lose. Having mm -hmm. the conversation. Yeah. We can have a conversation. We can get really in-depth just looking at your current mortgage statement. Mm -hmm. Which your is, current mortgage statement is all I need to run everything I need to do to figure out exactly if it makes sense. Which is so easy, you guys. <laughs> and 
in a goal statement. A goals statement. It doesn't well, have to be that ask me I just for... want to know, like, why do you want to refinance? What makes you think you want to do this? I was going to say, LaDonna asked me for a goal statement, and I'm like, lose 20 pounds? <laughs> Learn how to garden? <laughs> Put some plants in the ground and no. water them. <laughs> it is much harder than that, I'm sure. That's how I garden. Learn how to garden. I... My, my sister knows way more about it than I do, but I'll learn someday. Maybe I'll lose 20 pounds. Maybe I won't. Who knows? <laughs> um, okay. Well, I think that was a pretty in-depth conversation on refinances. Would yes. you agree? Yes. Do you have any other final thoughts you would like to impart to the class? <laughs> Welcome to the class mm-hmm. of Katie and LaDonna doing loans. Not your mother's housing market <laughs> class, obviously. Not your mother's housing market. Yes. Mom, we really do love you. And we love both of our mother's input. Yes. Um, Without them, we wouldn't have had the inspiration to name the podcast. <laughs> exactly. They were the inspiration for this. Yes. Um, also, we are going to take a break from recording. We are in here every week. And due to Katie not posting about it on her social media. I know, I know. No, okay. This is the thing. This is the thing. When we started the podcast, I was kind of like, didn't have much going on. The kids were in school. I had time to kill. Okay. Right? It's been summer. I've been super busy and I have been slacking on posting. Okay. And we have a lot of back-end stuff we want to do. We want to get our YouTube going. Yes. We want to get our Instagram up. Yes. I already have that you need to follow us on Instagram in my little wrap-up speech at the end, and there's nothing on it. So we need to do that. <laughs> so we, we need to post some things on Instagram. We're gonna we post should probably look things. into a social media manager. We probably should. We also want to start getting some contests going, some like listener interaction going. Okay. So we have some stuff we want to do on the back end, and there are plenty of episodes, 10 episodes now, and I know from the analytics that a lot of you have not listened to all 10. <laughs> I love the analytics. So I know. I was just telling my sister the other night, I should have been a data analyst. Yes. <laughs> I mean, it's never too late to be what you could have been, right? <laughs> That's exactly. the like, cheesy saying. Um, anyway, I know you guys aren't listening to all of these, so we're I'm gonna... not a geriatric millennial. I can still switch my career. <laughs> Exactly. Exactly. So yeah, we're going to take a few weeks off. We're going to really push out our old episodes. So old episodes. We've been doing this for like two months. We're going to push out our... Ten episodes. We've been here for ten weeks. I know. Two and a half months. Okay. Um, some previous episodes to you guys. We really want you to catch up with us and follow along. We're having a great time. We will be back, but we won't have any new episodes for a few weeks. Also, I'm going on vacation. Also, so I'm going to take advantage of that. Yes. But... Um, Aside from that, do you remember, because we, we've already decided what our topic was. Do we want to give a little tease on that? Sure. I will give a little tease on that. All right. Since it was your late night idea. Yes, it was my late night idea. We all love those. Best ideas come out of a late night <laughs> fun. Um, late night Katie texting LaDonna. <laughs> yes, exactly. So next episode, when we do come back into the studio, will be... Buying in a seller's market versus selling in a buyer's market. And I think it's going to be very interesting. I'm so excited. I feel like I'm going to learn so much from researching for that episode. And I I cannot wait. Yeah, I cannot wait. I think it's going to be great. So join us for episode 11. Coming in a few weeks. First week of August. First week of August. I'm I'm holding you to it, Katie. (laughs) 
Okay, fine. First Last week of August. Last week, we discussed how LaDonna feels out of sorts on the weeks. Okay, so dear family and friends, I'm going to be a nutcase the next few weeks because I don't have my Tuesday recording. Well, we'll be back first week of August. Okay, but is it fair to say that that wraps up this week's episode of Not Your Mother's Housing Market? Yes, all of those sidebars absolutely 100% wrap this up. Okay. And like I said before, follow us on Instagram. <laughs> yes. And not your mother's housing market to keep up with new episodes. Yes. And updates. Mm-hmm. And please write your listener questions into us at notyourmothershousingmarket at gmail.com because we would love to keep the conversation going. And if you have questions that you don't want to be discussed on the podcast, but that you have for myself or LaDonna, Write us there, and we would love to get back to you on those questions. Yeah, absolutely. I just actually sent a little thank you gift out to somebody who did. Oh, love that. Okay, well, that wraps us up. And I am Katie Keaton, Realtor with Realty One Group Pacifica. And I am LaDonna Page, Mortgage Advisor and uh, Liabilities Manager with Sierra Pacific Mortgage. And we will talk to you in a few weeks. Yeah. Yeah.